Thank you for tuning in to Nardagusan Ministries teaching broadcast. I am Nardagusan, your host, and today I have a word from the Lord. And this word will transform your life if you apply the principles of God's word through faith and obedience. Tonight's title for this message is Silence of the Lambs. Father God, I come to you in the name of your son, Yeshua. You are the purifier. You sit as our personal refiner's fire and you're working out every detail of our lives and you are melting away. You are chipping away at all the things that are living within us that are unlike you. You are purging us. And today, God, as I open my mouth to speak your word, we ask that you search uh, our hearts, that the light of your Holy Spirit will visit our secret chambers. We willingly surrender and give you permission to dig deep into our hearts. Yes, God, feel free to invade our privacy because we know that there is nothing hidden from your eyes. God, we ask that you go into our secret vaults and to uh, open our dresser drawers and into our secret closets where the masks of pretentiousness and hypocrisies are dwelling. And anywhere that these uh, works of the flesh have nested in our hearts, we ask you, Lord God, to uproot them. Strip and cleanse us from our sinful and wicked ways. And as always, we ask you, Holy Spirit, to reveal the Father's heart to us. Communicate his heart so that we may know what his perfect will is. And we ask that you shatter our ignorance with your knowledge, pulverize through our ideologies, tear down our theories, our presumptions and assumptions, and strip us of religious habits that keep us spinning in circles, oh God, always learning but never growing. Invade our religious mindset and uproot any false teaching because we want to be more like you. And we ask that you replace these uh, 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 false teachings, Lord God, and any of these things that keep us from growing with your wisdom and with the knowledge of your truth create O oh God in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us and now father let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart let it be acceptable in thy sight O oh Lord my strength and my Redeemer in Yeshua's name the name that is above every name hallelujah wherever you are give God some praise and today's scripture to meditate on is Psalm 55 verses 22 through 23 and it says cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you he shall never permit the righteous to be moved I'm going to repeat that he shall never permit the righteous to be moved you know as believers we are continually growing and learning every day one can always use words of encouragement I don't know about you but I know that I benefit Anytime I hear a word of encouragement, there are times we can feel unequipped and inexperienced. And no matter how much we've prepared, we encounter those dreadful feelings of, Lord, can I really do this? Can I really do this? And I don't know about you, but there have been times in my life when I've had to just cry out and say, God, I need your strength because only through you can I get through this. But despite these outbursts of doubt and insecurities and fear that can sometimes try to invade and stampede its way through the, mind, you know, the, the helmet of my mind, I find a well of living water deep down inside in the city of my soul that echoes the tender yet persuasive and confident voice of my father's heart. 
And he says, yes, Narda, you can do all things through me. You see, friends, when you know him, you love him. And when you love him, you trust him. And when you trust him, that conviction becomes a driving force that propels you to sail upon waters you've never crossed. And it'll cause you to tread through the deepest and darkest valleys of life. And so today, this ship has docked and it is finding its way under your carpet of life. Because we have become spiritual professionals at sweeping and hiding things under the rug. But sweeping things under the rug <clears throat> can lead to only one thing, a heavy heart that's harboring these unnecessary toxins that will weigh you down and, and potentially kill you. And so no wonder you can't sleep. You're tossing and turning all night and all day. You're having all kinds of attack, asthma attacks, heart attacks, head attacks, mind attacks. And not until you ask the Lord to shake the spiritual rug of your life and until you are willing to confront what you fear, to stand up to what's got you in hiding, hiding in secret and what's keeping you in bondage like a caged bird, you will continue you will continue to suffer from those evil and nasty little dust bunnies that have made your heart and mind their home. You see, friend, the enemy wants to make you feel like you are all alone in this big old world and in all whatever you're going through. But I want to tell you that you are not alone. And I've stopped by to let you know that neither do you have to bear this burden alone. Because there are many of us that have gone through that pit, that pit that you're experiencing right now. We too have camped by those very same fires. We too have slumbered in those tight evil grips, having these near-death experiences of slipping and drowning in the lake of despair, the lake of sorrow. But I don't blame you. No, I don't blame you for refusing to, to open up. You see, we have used the pulpits as weapons and sat in pews to tell your stuff. We haven't been role models and examples of godly and virtuous women. In fact, we've been mean and ugly and at times more vicious than the world. We've been snobs. We've turned our eyes and held back our hands from reaching out to you. So your disconnection is justified. We've given you every right to feel the way you do. And to make matters worse, we've added to your hurt when we made you believe that we had everything in our lives in work in order and in check. That we had perfect marriages, that we had these perfect relationships, perfect ministries, and, and that we faced no struggles. We only showed you the best man-made masks of pretense and you bought it. We graced our heads with wigs and tracks of pride that now if you take them off, you would never recognize us. We've laced our ears, necks, and our arms and hands and feet with the shackles of the glitz and glam in order to deflect the ooze and pain flowing from our pores. We painted our faces, our faces to help diminish the wrinkles and scars, one that pro would project an illusion other than the real me. But it never lasted long because 12 o'clock always came. And by the time we got home, it would all be washed away from the water that fell from our eyes. Some of us didn't do it because we were trying to be mean and ugly like, like some of others I see today. It was just a way of surviving. Yet we did it anyway. Because like you, just like you, we were scared too. 
And like you, we did not find the spiritual mothers to help us, to dress us, to teach us. Just like you, we were left to defend for ourselves, trusting no one with what we deemed precious to our hearts because there was no one to be found that could relate to our struggle and our pain. We were taught to pray with one eye open while everyone was shouting from the rooftop, be honest and open up. But no one around was being honest and transparent enough to keep it real. So why should you be transparent with me? Why should you be transparent with anyone, right? You see, nobody is telling you that like Job, they were living right before the Lord. When their husbands or wives decided to get up and abandon them. No one is giving you the raw and uncut version so that you could truly see that if it had not been for God's power, for his grace that intervened at the right time, they would have committed suicide. They would have committed homicide, double homicide, and yes, even triple homicide. They have not dared to share that even as a woman or man of God, they had to fight with themselves to oppose seemingly what would have ended up a tragedy. Remember David, young David, the same David that killed Goliath that we share that story and we hurrah about his faith and how he slew a giant. The same King David, this is the same David that the Lord called a man after his own heart. Yet Uriah had his best friend murdered. Nobody's telling you to look out for oppression, depression, and suppression, and that these three are capable of sneaking into your bedroom unnoticed to rape and molest you until you are numb. Nobody's taking the time to take you by the hand to walk this thing out and, and help cast this thing out. And so is anybody out there listening? I know you haven't felt hurt, disappointment and betrayed like when you've been hurt and disappointed and betrayed by your own church folk. Because those who knew better and were supposed to do better didn't. But you see, we don't serve a God who hasn't been touched with the infirmities of our feelings. Yeshua understood what the feeling of abandonment felt like. He felt the sting of betrayal. And when he cried out in a loud voice in Matthew 27, 46, and he said, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? The silence of the lamb syndrome. To become the woman God intends for me to be ends when I get up and confront it with the resurrected power of Yeshua. Because you will not conquer what you are not willing to confront. But Yeshua, oh, he desires to walk through the corridors of your brokenness. He wants to walk through the secret chambers of your wounded heart in order to give you the healing and deliverance you need. He wants to remove all those, those temporary dirty bandages you wear and call your garment. And he wants to pour out his healing balm all over you. Yes, he does. And so the opportunity for you to be free from that which has bound you, that which has held you captive, has now come. Will you let him in? Will you allow this Savior to come and touch that place that hurts so much? Will you allow the spiritual midwives he is sending in to help? 
Because becoming the woman God wants me to be is more than just wishful thinking. It is an endless pursuit with daily longings to be just like him. But with all the opposition and distraction one can face on a daily basis, becoming this woman has proven to be a lot easier said than done. Because it's going to take perseverance. It's going to take determination and a fixed mind, regardless of the falls and bruises along the way. It takes a getting up attitude, even if it is your hundredth time starting over. It is looking at a scoffing, ridiculing world in the eye and declaring, you know, I am not genetically disposed to. And then naming whatever your struggle is. is. Because the greater one that resides in me will not give up on me. The greater one that's residing in you loves you too much to give up on you. It's going to take having faith to see and going beyond what your natural eyes can see. It is daily falling at the feet of Yeshua and surrendering all to the one who holds the blueprints of life in his hands. And at the end, friend, you will find that all your troubles, all your obstacles, all the storms and trials of life you faced were merely classroom tools the Father used to prepare you, to sharpen you and equip you for a greater cause. So if the storms of life are surmounting against you. Remember the father is working everything out, the good, the bad, and the ugly. He's working it out ultimately for your benefit because your faith must stand trial. Your perseverance must stand trial. Your integrity must stand trial. Your love for him must stand trial. You must pick up your cross daily and follow him. In 20, I want to say 2015, but I believe it was 2013 when I, when I looked at this thing again, I wrote these words and it's entitled the disrobing strip away the layers of pretense I have allowed to envelop me for they have now become as a heavy garment intertwined with my soul. Tear away every line bejeweled mask I wear that are designed to really keep others from seeing the real me. You see, when I first put them on, it was fun for the opulent and radiant beauty drew attention and it allowed me into circles of acceptance and validation. And it took away the sting of my rejection. But now I am so buried beneath this mask I wear. I can hardly breathe. I do not even know who I really am anymore. For she has deceived me into thinking that dress up was for a little while. And now I am suffocating. I am subdued and submerged beneath the cloth of self. She has buried her treasures within the deepest part of my soul. I cannot hear my own voice anymore. Her colossal strongholds inveigle my mind, embed my thoughts and influence my behavior. My screams are silent. No one hears me. Strip me of every fabric of the self that consumes me, that keeps me from beholding the beauty of the real me you have created me to be. Release me from the clutches of her e evil grip that keeps me waiting in false humility, pretense, and pride. I've been held a prisoner in my own mind, and now, God, oh, I want out. Strip and heal me, 
O Lord, until there is nothing to be seen in me but the glorious image of your Son. Once again, Father, I have delivered your word to your people. Now sanctify them through thy truth, for thy word is truth. Today I pray for all those who are feeling hopeless, who are hurting and hiding. And I say to you, come out, come out from wherever you are. You see, the Holy Spirit is calling out to you. He's calling you out of your secret hiding place. And if you are tired of playing hide and seek, I've come to let you know that you don't need to hide anymore. You see, God has real people to help you with your real issue. You see, and not everyone is out to harm you or cause you ill. Not everyone wishes you to fail or fall. And today, I'm also appealing to the spiritual veterans on the fields of life. And I pray that as the hurting are crying out to God, as they are sending out the SOS signal, that you will hear their call, that you will hear their cry, and that the anointed vessels, and that you will come to their aid. Listen, friend, many of us have been right where you are. So don't be afraid to send out your SOS signal so that the soldiers can find you. Let faith arise and the truth of this message anchor you. And if he sends you a ship, take it. If he sends you a boat, take it. If he sends you a dinghy, take it. If he throws you out a life preserver, take it. Because the answer, listen, the answer may not come wrapped and packaged by your expectations because that's pride. You see, Naaman was a proud man and was commanded to dip in the river Jordan seven times to be cleansed. And you may ask, what is my point? My point is that the river Jordan was not the cleanest of rivers, but, but his obedience to do what the man of God instructed reaped a great reward, which was his healing. You can read that in 1 Kings 5. When a man becomes desperate enough to be free, not even pride can keep him from receiving. When a woman is in labor and the baby is about to be born, the shame of spreading it leaves. Because all she wants to do is push the baby out as she becomes vulnerable and places her trust in the midwives and doctors God has assigned to assist her. You see, you've got to come to a place of desperation, a place that seeks whatever and however God desires to do it. The question then remains, will you accept the answer when it comes? Will you discern the help when it arrives? Will you, by faith, embrace the opportunity or the life preserver thrown to you? Or will you allow pride to continue to drive your life into a deep state of horror? If you are desperate enough to be free from that hurt, to be free from that pain, to be released from that pain that haunts and taunts you in the solitude of your midnight hour. Then I say, cry out, call out unto Yeshua, because the Bible says that if you call out to him, he will not cast you aside. So call upon Yeshua and he will answer you. I don't ever want to close this program without extending an invitation to pray for anyone who does not know Yeshua as Lord. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 
For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Listen, friend, tomorrow is not promised to any of us. And like many traveling through the oceans of life, I know that storms have been brutal to you. I know that you have faced pain. I know that you have uh, uh, endured disappointment and grievous heartaches. But I want you to know that God the Father loves you and has a plan for your life. But it is our sins, our rebellion against God and His Word that will keep us separated from Him. But Yeshua is calling you. He is saying, come, come all who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For I am the door to the Father. No man can come to the Father in heaven except they come through me. The Bible says you must be born again. It says to be, uh, to repent and be baptized. You see, salvation, forgiveness of sins and eternal life is a gift. And it is made available to anyone, anyone who believes, anyone who repents and confesses that Yeshua HaMashiach is Lord and that he died and rose from the dead to save mankind. And friend, this gift, it cannot be earned. You cannot buy this by simply being good. It is a matter of faith and trust in a loving Savior. And if this is you, if you would like to receive Yeshua into your heart, please pray this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of your Son, Yeshua. Your word says, Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I am calling on you right here and right now. And I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Wash and cleanse me in your blood. I ask you to come into my heart and be Lord over my life. And according to your word, I now confess with my mouth the Lord Yeshua and believe in my heart that you have raised him from the dead. I confess and declare that Yeshua is Lord of my life. I thank you for the gift of salvation through the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. And by faith, I now receive this gift of eternal life. In Yeshua's name, I am saved. Amen and amen. If you have prayed this prayer with your whole heart, friend, I want to welcome you into the family of God. This is the beginning of a new journey, a new you. God has now redirected your ship of life, but you will need discipleship and you will need to be baptized. So you need to be with other believers where you can grow and learn more about God and His Word. Amen. We would love to connect with you if you don't have a home church and you live in the Grayson County, North Texas region. I recommend to you God's House of Faith and Worship Center located at 320 North Travis Street in Denison, Texas, and where Dwight Thomas is the senior pastor. Please use the contact links on our social media pages or website to let us know your testimony and how this ministry, how this radio ministry has influenced your life. To learn more, please visit www.nardagoodson.com. Thank you for tuning in to Narda Goodson Ministries Teaching Broadcast. I am Narda Goodson, your host. Be sure to tune in next week, same time, same place, for another powerful, life-changing, burden-removing, yoke-destroying, anointed Word of God, where Yeshua is Lord, and of His kingdom there shall be no end. Shalom.